It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get where you're going. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running, episode 57. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're here in Cohasset, Massachusetts, uh, preparing for our 10K race. Yep, the Cohasset Road Race by the Sea. Yeah, we are looking for the packet pickup place where some teenagers vaguely said, go somewhere down this way and turn by a library. Okay. It's on that way. I don't know. It's on that way. <laughs> it's on that way. That way. Okay. That's the thank you. They, they didn't helped. even point. They you actually know, didn't even point. <laughs> well, she kind of gestured a little bit, but if you could just imagine, she wasn't gesturing on a road or at a street or anything or a path. She was just sort of gesturing in like more of a compass direction. <laughs> I see some signs up here. They're probably okay. more helpful. I don't know. It's more like that. It's like that way. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks. Teenagers. These are the teenagers who are, by the way, the flaggers telling people where to park. Yeah, and that's why everybody's coming into the parking lot and was hitting each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think they should probably have people who understand how to mo how a motor vehicle works. <laughs> probably do the, the directing of traffic, I think. So, so far, worrisome. A little, yeah. But it looks like a good race. We checked out the course on Matt Myron, yeah. and it looks, it looks relatively flat with one hill. Yeah. From what, three to four miles? From three to about four and a quarter. Okay. It's uphill. And then it's pretty much downhill to the end. Yeah. Yeah, see the sign over here says race registration. <laughs> see? see? You don't look at the sign, it says, I don't know. Oh, so they first said even bigger direction. Yeah, like, I, I, you, were, <laughs> you were taking them back. I just said, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to follow this, this lady in the aqua shirt. All right. There seems to be, all right, this is a library, so I think we're on the right track. I'm turning by it. All right. Not left or right, just like turned by the library. I don't know. I, the race looks like it'll be a good course because it takes you by like the ocean and stuff. <laughs> uh, hence the name Road Race by the Sea. But I'm a little worried about their organization. I think I'm always worried about the organization. Because, <laughs> this yeah. This one's a little worrisome because we thought it was 11. We read on the site that it would be 11 a.m. We looked to get the directions again, and it was 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, and I swear I read 11 a.m. in the morning, too. We could be wrong, but we're highly doubtful. And there's no indication on there that they changed it. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know. Massachusetts is like an hour away from our house. 
It took us forever to get here. And plus they changed the time on us. Uh, we think. Yeah. And the, because they changed the time, it threw off my whole, like, eating schedule. I'm not used to these, like, early afternoon races. Oh, me either. Especially you. You got to eat, like, every two hours. Otherwise, you turn into a gremlin or something. <laughs> something like that. I feel a little more prepared, though, than you, actually. Yeah. You, you have no concept of food timing. No. Because you just keep going until you say, I'm starving. And then you hope that there's food around. Yeah. I, you know, I had my breakfast. I had a snack, like a piece of fruit before we left. Then I had a smoothie in the car. And, you know, I'll probably have a gel mm -hmm. before we actually race. I, on the other hand, I, uh, I ate breakfast around like, what, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning? Something like that. I hadn't eaten after that, except uh, I had some soy nuts in the car, because I was starting okay. to get really, starting to get really hungry. The soy nuts made me hungrier. <laughs> so after a while, we're driving by a stop and shop, and I'm like, I'm starving. I'm like ready to, you know, kill somebody. So I, we stopped in the stop and shop, bought some bananas and a couple of builder bars. For you. For me. I had one of the, scarfed one of the builder bars down uh, and I had half a banana. So hopefully that will tide me over because, God, I'm like always hungry on these runs lately. <laughs> you don't plan at all. No, I don't. I just hope there'll be food. I know, and then you're saying, oh, well, they're planning on hot dogs and, and stuff after. Those should be food before. No! There's never <laughs> yeah. food before. When they say there's hot dogs after, there's going to be hot dogs after, not before the race. <laughs> <laughs> How many races have we gone to now that you said that? Like, oh, I hope they have food here. And then there's they none. Know. And then you're disappointed every time. parties are, that's where you'll usually find the packet pickup, I think, right? Close, probably. Alright, this is downtown Cohasset. Very small New Englandy town on the Village Green. I tried to think of some uh, interesting facts about Cohasset. Mm -hmm. I tried to look some up so I could be like Steve. No. Every time he goes, you know, someplace nice, he's always got this, like, historical information. Do you? Uh, you know, Kate Bosworth, the actress who played Lois Lane in the uh, the bad Superman movie recently, uh -huh. she was born here. Wow. And that's about all I got. There was some other stuff that's about, like... interesting. Yeah. I didn't care for that Superman movie. No. There was other stuff about, you know, what part of the county it was in or whatever. I just skipped that because that was boring. Well, this is part of Ledgerland, right? Yes. You should know about all its crime and... There is no crime here. <laughs> no, there you go. That's a fact. This is very quiet, though. annual racing that's put on by the Cohasset Rotary. Works with, well, first let me just tell you about the Rotary. Even that the world. Their major program is Polio Plus, which is to help reduce polio throughout the world. They support Father Bill's shelter for homeless. There we go. 
I do when I run. I run a lot of races, and particularly like to see it when I'm volunteering is, is uh, say thank you to them or say hi to them on the course. Yeah. Dan, can you do yep. that? Dan, Yeah, let's go there. Yeah, so it's a chip time race. Yeah. And for the first time, there's one. Uh, there's a map on the, on the start line. A nice T-shirt. Yeah, very nice T-shirt. Put oh, the rotary thing on it, of course. We love our rotaries. And, and I blocked most of that out. It's kind of windy today. Yeah. And a very pretty the day is beautiful. No rain. No. It's about 50 degrees out. Yeah, should be very nice. It's probably 55, but, you know, it feels like 50. extra sharp pins. <laughs> well, they just gave me a handful of open pins. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was uh, a little tentative on grabbing things. Once again, I made the fatal mistake of putting my the bib too close to my crotch. <laughs> Maybe in danger of stabbing myself. It's horrible. Am I doing this uh, shoe thing correctly? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> To that bubbler. All right. Well, how do I do the shoe thing? Oh, Anytime I shoot, right. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll figure it out. By the way, if you're gonna be, uh, if you like the sport, you're running races. Uh, having to look up your number is pretty much how it happens at every road race you're gonna go. haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, <laughs> but um, he was not a nice man. Yeah. He was not a nice man at all. And uh, I used to escape to the to the printing department and go silkscreen for a while <laughs> and hide out there. Yeah. They were really nice. <laughs> they hid me from them. Now, now being, having gone to the packet pickup, I can see she probably meant if you could fly, go straight in that direction. I know. Over everybody's yards and the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the T, the T being the uh, commuter rail. Yeah, that's what we call it here. Yes, the T, short for train. Yeah, we're not creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody calls their commuter rail 
you are this time or what? Yes. <laughs> I'm confident I will get a PR. As long as I'm, um, I don't break anything, mm-hmm. I'll get a PR. Not, not to be cocky. It's just yeah. the last two. We, I've only done two 10Ks before. Mm-hmm. 10Ks are not popular around here. A lot of 5Ks. Well, okay. mm-hmm. How many halves? We both did crappy <laughs> at the last 10K in Fairhaven. Yeah, that was what, a year ago. In June last year. Yeah. That was your first. Yeah, my first and 10K race. you right? were next to last. There was oh. that one lady behind you. Yeah. And you were very sad. Yeah. But you're much happier now. Yeah. Well, I think I hadn't had very much experience doing that kind of distance. But now you do. Look at you. You just ran nine miles last week. Yes, I did, actually. So I mean, you're kind of having a step-down week, so you can do this 10K. Mm-hmm. And back up to 10 miles next week. Yeah, that'll be my long run, 10 miles. And you hope to get a PR, too. I hope so. I mean, I think I probably could. You're getting a lot stronger. Yeah. I think you just have to believe it. <laughs> I think that you're having trouble believing that you can run faster than a 12.50 mile, but you uh, can. Because that's what you have to be to get a PR. I, I think I'll be all right and get a... A PR, but you never know. Something might happen. I might be starving in the middle of it because they schedule their race at 1 p.m. <laughs> well, you have all your food now. Are yeah. you going to try a gel? Yes, I am. They got me trying hammer products. No. That's hammer products. <laughs> Hammernutrition.com. But you used my customer number and got a discount, which is nice. It, yes, I got a little uh, a starter kit of stuff. So I got all kinds of gels coming in the mail. Not yet, because it takes about uh, three months for anything to come in. I think they go by way of Abu Dhabi. Oh, my God. It, it takes so long for things to come to Massachusetts from Hammer. It so, took about 11 or 12 days last time I ordered. Oh, God. Yeah. And the problem was is we, I didn't have anything left, except we had Gatorade in the house. And we've been having the worst runs because all we've been drinking is Gatorade. <laughs> it makes me burp. And it doesn't really fuel me up at all. Um, so we're not Gatorade advocates anymore. No. Yeah, it gives me, like, some issues. Yeah. It's like, ugh. I'm trying to warm up now. Yeah. I think that'll be good. The short sleeve. Short sleeve and shorts. I know. Some people wearing winter coats. People have short sleeve and shorts. So, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, once again, very confusing. It's New England in the spring. No one ever knows how to dress. I'm going to be 33 years old, and I still don't know how to do the change of season clothing thing. No. <laughs> so, anyway, I do like my hammer. Yeah, it's been very agreeable. Uh, I just had my uh, first 19-mile run a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm running a 10K after <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so you ran a 19 mile, then you're going to do a 10K. Yep. Jeez. 10Ks and 5Ks are nice, but I use them more as like part of my speed work rather than being a, the end all be all. Like, yeah. Get PR kind of race. I just assume I'm going to get a PR because I just totally the last, the last race. Yeah. And I'm running a lot faster naturally mm-hmm. than I was then. I like to think I'm going to get a PR this race, too, because uh, I'd like to just erase that other 10K from my memory. You've got to defeat it. Yes. So I had 
have to run anything under a 955 pace, which the way it's been going, you know, I've been running my medium long runs at that pace, and that's like comfortable. Yeah, I think you'll definitely do it. I don't want to be too cocky. Nah. <laughs> I just have to defeat that race too, because that, that was when I wasn't feeling good. Oh, again, yeah. this year is all about defeating all the old races. Yeah. So I have to conquer. I conquered New Bedford, so I feel happy now. So good news on the Garmin 405. They might have a, is it a cloth band? Yeah, it's a fabric band. So it can fit girly wrists. Well, they came out with a new, uh, two new watches. One that can sustain like swimming workouts, and one that counts cal uh, calories better. Which yeah. Kind of silly, but. Yeah. Pretty. I like the color. <laughs> it's a new 405. Is the one that counts the calories. Mm. It's, it's just a new model of it. The, uh, the other one is like a version of like the 305, it's like the 315 or something. And, uh, but the, the new 405 has a band that is fabric mm -hmm. and can uh, fit smaller wrists. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that they might or might not have gotten some complaints from <clears throat> various people with small wrists. Yeah. Or maybe all their bands kept breaking. Interesting concept. So, yeah, when that comes out, it's supposed to be out for your model of 405 in May. That's what they say. Yeah, so probably sometime in October, you should get the fabric band, right? They're a little slow on um, getting things out there. Maybe you'll have a nice snugger fitting band. I hope so. I think things got to be more comfortable. Do a little, do a little warm up job here. What? Oh, yeah. I jump over here. It's creeping at me. Oh, we've noticed that the 405 definitely catches the signal much better than your 205. Yeah. We've been on a couple of runs lately together. We can't get your information. Everybody asks us, you guys went on the same run. Why do you have completely different times? Because yeah. mine stops around buildings. If we tend to run right by a house, it, it'll pause for about a second. And it changes your time, and sometimes it extrapolates. And sometimes it just misses a few feet here and there, mm -hmm. adds up to tenths of a mile. And that leads to us not having the same uh, distance. Like the so I went on the longest run ever uh, about a week ago. Yeah. I was scheduled for a nine-mile long run, and uh, we thought we might try to make it ten. So. We went out and we went to the Cape Cod Rail Trail, which is like a bike path on a cape. It's about 22 miles one way. Very pretty. Mm -hmm. I had nutrition issues there too. Yeah, it took about an hour or so to drive there. Driven sure your pointer. Ooh, little one. They're all little in this family. They're like a female. Yeah. They're all about like 
a third the size of Stanley. Yeah. Stanley's awfully big for his uh, breed. So it took us an hour to get there. And, uh, You're starving again. Yeah, starving again. I ended up uh, running out of gas around mile six. Ended up going on fumes after mile eight. <laughs> yeah, and, and we only had like Gatorade with us. Oh. And that's when you vowed never to see that again. So I'm hoping not to bonk again today. Although this is the first time you're taking a hammer gel. Yeah. So hopefully I won't be... You're completely repulsed by it? Yeah. No, we're not taking it during, just the beginning. Yeah, right before. It seemed to work last, very well for me last time with my 5K. Yeah. But your training's been going really well. Yeah, I'm still training for the Providence Half Marathon. I'm a third. Yeah, so oh, it's coming up. Four more weeks. You're getting more confident with your longer mileage. I know you had a bad run last time. Well, the bad long run, it's because I didn't eat right. So if I can just figure out how to eat right... You and nutrition have been a real problem. I have a good thing that I like to eat, but these races and stuff tend to uh, be at the wrong time for me. Yeah. <laughs> They're not revolving on my schedule. Oh. It just takes a little planning. Yeah. yeah, I hate to say it, but you have to eat a little more like me. Yeah. I have very scheduled eating times and because I've, I've had to pay attention to my body um, yeah. over the past year. I know when it, it starts to fade with how much food is there is in it, but um, Providence isn't so far away. I don't remember what time in the morning it is. Time? They'll probably change it. It's not. It's not one in the afternoon. Yeah. Which is a little late for me because I have things to do on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, you'll have to figure out the time that we get to Providence, which is about 20 minutes from our home. Parking will probably go early, warm up. But you did have a great eight-miler. Yes, I did. That wasn't too bad. Not much of a warm. Point seven. Point seven mile. It's uh, about uh, twelve. Oh, hey, that was your amateur pointer. A little under forty-five minutes from the start. The start line is open. Anywhere we go, Stanley's very unique to our area. Mm. Down south, must be running around like... <laughs> like feral cats. Well, Stanley was. Yeah. That's like, it's like mash. I guess so, yeah. They said it's, uh, is it like 1,500 people? Yeah, I had a nice little write-up in Cool Runners. I wonder if that helps. We just happened to find it by chance. They had a 5K that we were in last year in Fall River today. But, uh, we kind of run that route, like, constantly, so. Yeah. We I, didn't want to. I've done the race twice already. We kind of didn't want to bother with it. So, so, well, let's go somewhere else to see what other kind of races also, we can see. Also, far not terribly scenic. No. This We're, is far more scenic. Can yeah. get the finish line picture? Yeah, sure. So we figured, why not come here? We've never been to Cohasset before. Mm-hmm. Hometown of Kate Bosworth. 
And apparently, oh, also uh, Steve Carell's wife. Okay. Yes, that's what I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, you know that's accurate then. If it's got to be. I like that. It's chip time. Yeah, and that was From a nice... beginning to end, too. That was a nice plus, too. Chip, chip math at the start, because then... And we both knew that we could probably get PR. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure you can. Just keep the number in your head and go a little faster. <laughs> One nineteen. One hour, 19 minutes. Yeah, and I like to go by pace. It's 12.50? Yep. So I gotta... I remember all your numbers, for some reason. I'm not a numbers guy. Wind is like killing me though. It's freezing. Over here, but not over there. Yeah. Let's go back there then. Seems logical. Yeah, so you gotta like sort of think yourself fast. Yeah. It's been actually helping. That sort of mentality has been helping me get through like my pace runs. Because I know I want to run about a 10 minute mile. Mm-hmm. For my pace, my marathon pace. I've been running a 9.55. That's below 10. Yeah. If I know where I need to be, yeah. then I, I end up gravitating. Yeah. So no injuries? How about you? Nope. I'm not hurt. I got... Well, yeah, uh, the little three-miler we did the other day. That was yesterday. Yeah. You always say the other day. The other day can mean anything from yesterday to like five years ago. Yeah, sometimes you talk about um, the other day in college. Yeah, I've been there since. It's been 10 years. Yeah. But it was, yeah, so it was yesterday. Uh, I had like brief, like tiny, like knee twinges, but they seem okay now. It's because we just ran a little bit, it didn't, didn't happen there. So. I think what happens is you run and you stop and walk, run, stop, and walk, because it was Aaron's day. And the stopping and starting just hurts your knees a bit. It's like the Galloway method, I don't think it would work for you. I don't think so, no. Uh, a lot of people have suggested it, but every time you do a, a run walk, your knees are, are like toast for the week. Yeah, they get very swollen and they hurt. And but if you constantly not. just run, uh-huh. you're good. Yeah. Well, that's what you want to do anyway, isn't it? Run the whole time. Plus, you get grumpy too. Yeah, I do. Well, I don't you're like wicked stopping. Grumpy. I don't like stopping because well, because it hurts my knees. And and then you like, lash out at me. I'm sorry, I just lash out at anybody. If it were you know Mother Teresa walking with me, I'd be lashing out at her. Hey, Terry. <laughs> This um, he's broke a chain. Oh, the most broken chain I've ever seen. Yeah, he's popping a bank. Popping a, popping a bike, busting a chain, trying to push off. See me? I don't know how to do. <laughs> I don't know. I would be lost. I would just sit and cry on the ground. I don't know what to do in that kind of case. Kelowna girl probably knows because she's a biker. It's a girl to go to. It's her birthday today, actually. Oh, is it? Happy birthday, Kalona Girl. Hey, happy birthday, Kalona Girl. I believe she's doing a mini herself try. Yeah. The age of her birthday is like miles, or kilometers, maybe. Expensive homes. Yeah, one million, one hundred thousand. Alright, we can't afford here. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is right now? To be fair, it is right next to the Historical Society. Okay. Huh. That's really this should be a very nice course. It goes right by the ocean. We don't live anywhere pretty. <laughs> Is this uh, the 
Everything around here requires uh... a... <laughs> oh, we don't have any of that. Yeah, I, I realized if you take seven miles from our home to anywhere that might be remotely pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's about <laughs> that's, right. That's about it. Yeah. That's what I've discovered on my long runs. Because for seven miles, you probably get into uh, Freetown. That's on it. That's on it, yeah. It's very pretty. The other way is Tiverton Cuspidors and stuff. It's stuff like that's on my grandmother's shelf that she says is priceless, but she bought it at like Woolworths for like a penny. Yeah, way and they back. aren't really priceless at all. Because <laughs> they're like a salt and pepper shaker. They got money. First hammer gel right now. Mm-hmm. See how this goes. Oh, <laughs> well, not too bad. Well, a lot of it. Bad? Okay. There's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It tastes like chocolate, though. Like yeah. Pudding. Yeah, it does. The wind is blowing here. It's not down to the water. I don't know. Well, that's a lie. No wind and no hill. That's a lie because we know there is a hill from three to four.
so. You can do it. So, we're not halfway done. This is just a never-ending series of hills. And the wind. <laughs> on the microphone earlier. We're saying no hills, no wind. Yeah, sure, why not? You got anything stronger than this? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. My fickle friend. The summer wind The summer wind Warm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stinko It sucks A little joke of a hill, but then it's okay I'm walking Everybody's been walking it You can do it <laughs> No. Thank you. I walk it. No more 10k races for me. This is a lot hillier than um, it looked on the map. That said, no wind and no hills. It was wind. It was like what one to four. Yeah. I got a little on the mile back. I'm gonna kick his ass. Almost. All right, come on. Comes good dough. <laughs> Big hot dogs. Oh, I don't want any hot dogs. You see those mats? <laughs> yeah, you're almost there. Great job. I'm not sure because there were tons of ambulances. <laughs> I saw like two or three. They seem pretty fresh. Uh, okay, I had to like walk most of the second half. Okay, it was way hillier than I thought. <laughs> okay, at, at mile three, I called out the time and somebody said, oh crap. And then the, the guy that was pacing her, she said, he's like, it's been all hills and wind. What do you expect? <laughs> I know. I, it was oh. heavy wind. About that, yeah. And it picked up again for the last half mile back. Yeah, back sure did. So it was really like four miles of wind. We knew about the hill from like three to four. And I those thought, were tough. Those I thought really it was tough. a bit more gradual than that. Yeah, it was just like up. Oh. And um, it was a lot more rolling hills than I thought. And steep yeah. rolling hills. Yeah, this was pretty steep. Yeah. From uh, mile three to four. 
like had a steady incline rolling hill. Yeah, and they were yeah. Oh like, uh, yeah, man, this is tough for me. Yeah, I I, I, I felt it. New Bedford half felt easier. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's felt like a race that wouldn't end. I felt the same way, and I don't think you're the only one. I had a good race. Yeah, how'd you do? I did PR. All right. I, to, I, I expected to go a bit faster than I did. Yeah. To be honest, I was hoping for an 8:45 pace, but I managed about, well, according to my Garmin anyway, about an 8:55 pace. Yeah. Like five minutes. Oh, I, see. I don't know what the my watch was a little bit off from there, um, from their marker, so I don't know where exactly uh, I placed it. Okay. Do you want to see on the board? Yeah. You want to walk around? Sure. Looks like 55:41 and an 8:58 pace. Ooh. It's a little bit off from my watch. So that's definitely a PR for you. Yeah, yeah, by um, about six minutes. All right. I planned like it was a flatter course, so oh. I went out a little faster. Me too. And <laughs> if it were the way I thought it was going to be from them at my run, I think it would have been a little bit faster. Seen... The wind was tough. Oh. We had seen the elevation chart on mapmyrun.com, and uh, it was sort of like this, but not really. And we knew that there was going to be an ink from about mile three to four, uh-huh. but it was far steeper than I thought it would be. Me too. Well, did you get to that part where, like, you turned yeah. and you went straight up it a was, wall? Actually, you know what? I, I was okay there. Really? I, I was fine. Um, it was after, after that, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, I felt good. I felt proud. You know, I kept a good pace going up there. I didn't. I wasn't even breathing hard. And uh, then there was that big incline at three and a half, and then um, after that it was just like really steep, rolling hills steadily at an incline up to like what four and a quarter miles. I I pegged it until about four point four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right. It was just, I mean, they were they were. It was just a steady incline, and it was just you go. It's like you run down the valley, you run way up. The- yeah. But I thought the course was really beautiful. It was. Actually, I think it's one of the prettiest courses I've run in a long time. Mm. I mean, the ocean part was very beautiful. It's just that the wind comes off the ocean. Oh, yeah. Over. Well, like I suspected I it. Would, I suspected it would be like that. Yeah. That little mash speaker guy yeah. was saying like. Oh, there's no wind. It's only windy over here in town. It's not windy by the ocean. And I was thinking, you're not a physicist, are you? <laughs> you're not. Because uh, when you go closer to the ocean, it always gets windier. But, uh, I mean, you should have heard the people around me uh, just saying, no, wind. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy, that, you know, like that guy facing the girl, you know, at mile three when she's like, and they called it out. And he's like, don't worry about it. It's all, it's all hills and wind. All hills and wind this whole time. Yeah. Like, I think it surprised them. Maybe they looked at Matt Myron and said, oh, this doesn't look so bad. It just looks like a good incline at no. mile, mile to three to four. I thought, like, it was pretty gradual. I mean, it looked like it was from about maybe 20 feet yeah. to about 150 feet. Yeah, which, you know, I run that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done, I've done worse. In Fall River, it was just that it kept going down and then up, and the down and up was like a roller coaster. Yeah, it was. It, it did feel like a roller coaster. I'm and sure. Everybody would run up and go. 
and like walk down. <laughs> I walked like I walked up the hills. Yeah, that's <laughs> and then I, I figured and you would. And then I ran down. But, uh, a lot of people that were just they looked tired. Yeah, and, I was just um, beat. After, I think it was like four four and a half miles in, there was just like people, the like, spectators watching. They were like, "Wow, everybody looks a lot slower now." <laughs> steaks at my parents' house, and then we were doing the Italian sponge after it with the uh, the gravy. In front of me, and then telling me how wonderful it was. Okay, we're gonna have to work on your 10k like <laughs> distance. I think so. Okay. I just had really 10k races. After this half marathon, I'm gonna master the 10k. Yeah. I think you're gonna do a lot of speed work, is what I'm gonna have you do. Yeah. And. Uh, well, maybe, I started... maybe a little less bread too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started out really good, and I thought this was gonna be a breeze. I did too. I, I was, was doing like 11:30. Yeah, I was really comfortable, and if it had stayed like that kind of like rolling hill throughout, it would have been fine. Yeah. Even with the whip. I was like, oh, well, I'm probably going way too fast, but, you know, I think it'll, I'll just, you know, ease it down. Yeah. By the end, I'm going, like, 14, 30 miles. Yeah. We're going to work on negative splits, too. Yeah. Yeah, I felt, I was doing okay, and I'm like, oh, well, from what I remember from the map, it's going to be gentle rolling hills, very, very gentle, you know, mm-hmm. and they were, and I thought, you know, as I got a little closer to three, it was a little bit steeper hills, I'm like, yeah. this is concerning, yeah. and then when I got to three and a half, and it was just, like, major yeah. uphill, like, mm. rolling, damn, yeah, I was beat. I'm like, no. I swear, I, I felt more refreshed after the Becker hat than I did at like mile four. And you know, from the map too, I it, mm. it looked like it was just downhill and then pretty flat. I was. What the hell was that? What the hell bit at the end? Oh, that's just a slap in the face. That's what I did to you. I know. <laughs> you want to get going? We can get you some real food somewhere. I could eat. That's the thing. Yeah. I eat one piece of bread in like the next four days. And I'm like stomach like burning. And I keep wanting it. Maybe it's because people keep eating it in front of me going, wow, this is, I can live without bread. This is, I'd die if I couldn't eat bread anymore. This is the best bread ever. Gobble, gobble. Nom, 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 nom. 
Oh, and then your dad was like feeding the dogs. Like, yeah. So much bread. He was dipping it in the steak juice and giving it to the dogs too. I know. Look, even the dogs like bread. <laughs> oh, thanks for that bread machine. We make bread all the time. Because <laughs> we gave him your uh, bread machine. Yeah, I haven't really missed it, but yesterday, because everybody gobbling up in front of me mm. and telling me how much it was wonderful, yeah. I kind of missed it. <laughs> Natural foods. You want to look? How you doing? How did you do? Okay. Oh, she did great. Me, not so great, but yeah. You're here? Yeah. I finished it anyway, yeah. Protein chips. Sure. Is that, can that be $47? Oh, that's good and sweaty. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all natural, too. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yep. We need to have a health food store with gluten free food. Yeah. It's a nice little health food store. We're continuing the the tra uh, tradition of four feet running and buying something every podcast. <laughs> Potato chips, how my mouth just drips. Crunch, crunch, I don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. Potato chips, how my mouth just drips. Potato chips, how my mouth just drips. Crunch, crunch, I don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. No matter where it is. So we're home. And we have the results of the 10K race that we did. The official results. Yeah, which have been up for a while. Because <laughs> it's taken a while to uh, record the ending of the show again. But we have lots of emails and good stuff to tell you about. So it mm -hmm. all works out in the end anyway. Yes. You finished your 10K road race in exactly 55 minutes and 41 seconds. Yeah, I came under a nine-minute mile. Yes, that is an so, eight fifty-eight pace. I'm pretty happy. You know, I thought I'd be a little faster, but you know, it's okay. I'm not going to complain yeah. <laughs> or anything. I, my face was windburned for like three days later. I still have chapped lips, actually, because yeah. I didn't wear um, any lip balm. Yeah, I need it all over my face. My <laughs> forehead was like peeling. <laughs> For days. <laughs> Need a face bomb. Yeah. It was uh, like Odo in the... <laughs> when he was all juice. peeling and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'll let you figure that out if you're not a Trekkie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, on the other hand, finished in one hour, 25 minutes, and 43 seconds. Mm -hmm. Which is not a PR for me. No. You had three in a row, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, you haven't had one. But that's okay. Yeah. I, it was definitely a different a, a different race than what we thought it would be. Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm going to post the side-by-side -side thing of the elevation chart from Matt My Run and a screen grab of the elevation chart from my Garmin. Yeah. And then you can see how completely different they are. Yeah, your Garmin's probably about right. Yeah, yours has problems with elevation. It doesn't yeah. quite get it right. I don't know why, but it, it sometimes it goes really off. Mm. Half of it said I was like 200 feet below sea level So <laughs> I know that wasn't true Because I don't remember swimming They didn't plunge into no, the ocean at any point no. I remember running you know, Side by side above the ocean mm. For those first Three and a half miles yeah. Still above sea level though Yeah <laughs> 
quite a few feet, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we basically had the same race, but just about half an hour apart. Same sort of feelings of weariness. Yeah, mile four for both of us was really hard. Yeah. Mile five was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we hit wind again but coming back into town. So that suggests to me that it's a problem with the course rather than me specifically. <laughs> so, yeah, so you shouldn't be you shouldn't feel too too bad about that. No. And you know, races maybe aren't your thing. Nah, <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to race. I mean, in the week since, I did run my first ten miles ever. I know, and you did great. You used what? Hammer gels. <laughs> Hammer time. Hammer time. <laughs> Not that we get money from them. But, my God, those things are yummy and good. Those are good. They keep you going. Well, you said you love the espresso ones. I do. And I tried an espresso one, and you're right. They're delicious. They are awesome. It's like, uh, well, Petra uh, calls from England. She calls them like Nutella, which is true. They're like a dark dark chocolate. Yeah. With a little kick to them. Yes. It's very nice. Yeah, so I went on my first double-digit run, and I took two gels. Yeah, and you did it in the rain and wind, yeah. and you had a ten times better run than you did on that 10K. Yes, I did. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's, yeah, what's your week been like since the race? I've had a really bad week mm. of running since the race. I'm horrible. Just, you know when the little things just get you down? Well, that happened, like, Monday after the race, I got into a little fender bender. Mm-hmm. And I, that kind of hurt my neck for, like, a couple of days. Yeah. Then um, we th- thought I'd try gluten-free pizza. That did not agree with me at all. No. <laughs> I was very sick for another couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I tried running 20 miles on my birthday, and I made it about 16 because <laughs> I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, and then, then I, I went to the post office and I tripped there and wrenched my knee. I know. <laughs> this is all in one week. You know, I got about 37 miles in, which yeah. I'm happy to have done, but far less than what I thought I would do. And mostly <laughs> in some kind of pain or upsetness in my belly. <laughs> well, the knee thing with the post office, you were telling me, I wasn't there, but you said that there was like some sort of crack in the in the pavement. And rather than, like, leave it exposed or put a cone near it or something, in some way where people could see that there was a problem, they put a mat over it. No, so I, tripped. I so like, you... fell in a divot of some sort. Yeah. Twisted my knee a little. A plastic mat is not going to make it a solid surface. That's a tiger trap. No. So it's been hurting since then. Well, not too bad. It's just one of those things. I think I just overstressed some of the muscles yeah. around my knee. And I never have knee pains. I seriously, you know, people, you know, and when people, when I mention to people I'm a runner, they're like, oh, watch out for your knees. Watch out for your knees. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what you're talking about because my knees are great. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the post office mat that got me. Uh, post office! <laughs> so we've had like opposite weeks. Yeah. Usually I have the crappy weeks with the knee problems and you, and, uh, you do great. Mm-hmm. And I had a great long run and you had the... Knee problem. I know. I tried running with you. I wanted to be there with your first double-digit run, but I could only make it about six miles. And then I finished the other four. Yeah. With your hammer drills. Hammer time. They're good. Even Stanley's injured. Yeah, Stanley's got a sore leg, too. 
And it comes and goes. I don't understand the problem, right? Yeah, he needs a rest, too. Yeah, we're taking a rest day, bubby. But he didn't fall at the post office. No. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. Anyway. Anyway, so that was the race. And that was our week since. And we have a ton of stuff to get through, so we're going to try to make this quick. Mm-hmm. And reading emails and, and doing other stuff. But first, uh, we got... Uh, some more information about the book club that we wanted to start, which we talked about last week mm-hmm. or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, from the great Daddy D. Yeah, sweet Daddy D. Mm-hmm. All right, he sent us a big, huge, giant box full of running books. Well, we have mm-hmm. them all sorted out. We cataloged them all. And we put them in a big list, and we're going to give them away in the Four Feet Running Book Club one mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. We're still reading some. Yeah. So it might take a while. Yeah. The full rules and regulations and list of all the books that will be eventually available are all going to be on the Four Feet Running Facebook group. Mm -hmm. So if you go to the Facebook group, there's a post there, and it's got all the rules, and you can find out all about it over there. Yeah. Basically, we we already gave the Galloway book away. Mm Mm-hmm. We gave that one to Jason of Trilogy Running. Yeah. I thought this way we can like kickstart it and then we can all see how it's going to work. But we are going to give away one of our books first mm-hmm. that we have read. Yeah. That's a Chi running book. Exactly. And uh, maybe other people will like it a little bit better than not. Well, I like I liked some parts <laughs> of it. I don't know where this, where this spurious rumor <laughs> came about that I didn't like the Chi running book. I just didn't like the Chi parts. The other stuff, I was just too neurotic to follow it properly. I don't know. I, I, I still like a lot of the points. I just, I'm mm-hmm. just not into the hokey cheap part. But if you're into the cheap parts, then <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> but so the way it works is we are going to give it away, and it's the first person who emails us after we make it available. Mm-hmm. First come, first serve. We'll send you the book. And you get to read it and enjoy it and everything. And when you're done with it, you have to send it away to someone else. Mm-hmm. And so we can keep the book club going. Yeah. And you can make a post on the Four Feet Running Facebook group. Make a little discussion topic there that you have it. And then other people will be checking the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a blog or mm-hmm. a podcast, yep. then you can advertise it on there. Yep. Tell people that you have it and give it away. And all the details and everything. We won't go into all the details and stuff, but they're mm-hmm. all on the block and everything. They're pretty simple. When should we give away the Chi Running book? Like, maybe we should, uh, we'll give some time for the podcast to be finished and seeded out. Maybe like Wednesday or something. Okay. Wednesday at... The 15th. The 15th at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. You gonna remember that? I'll write it down. Okay. <laughs> and we'll put a... Every time we give away a book, we'll put a post on... The blog, and we'll mention it in the podcast as we've just done right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll put something on the Facebook group, and uh, if you follow us on Twitter, then we'll Twitter about it then too. And yep. the first person to email us at fourfeetrunning at gmail.com, we will send you the book mm-hmm. for free. Yep. Hooray! Hooray. It's fun. <laughs> and there's a lot of books on the list. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get through them. So, check it all out on the Facebook group.
So you want to read some emails? Sure. First one we got is from Mark, also known as Bama Runner. Hey, I've just started a blog and want to get some ideas about what you think. I'm still working on it, but this is the first round. Uh, thanks for your input. And you can check him out at bamarunner.blogspot.com. He also says congrats on the half marathon PR for you. Hey. I noticed you were getting awful close to catching me on Buckeye. He's still way up there, though. Uh-huh. Trying. <laughs> Stupid knee fender bender pizza thing. <laughs> knee fender bender pizzas. Eat <laughs> <laughs> those. Uh, and he also says, glad to hear my training's going well and keep it up. And go run, which I will after this is recorded. Yes. Thank you very much, Bama Runner. He go has a nice blog, too. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, we got another one here from Kate, who says... Uh, congrats on the PR in New Bedford, Nick. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for about a year. My wife Kate and I are both runners. Me for about 13 years, the Mrs. Four or Five. She still refuses to consider herself a runner, despite competing the, in the Niagara Falls half with me two years in a row. So yeah, I would say that's a runner. Yeah, go talk to Steve Runner. He's got the rules of who's a runner and who isn't. <laughs> that's would, how I go by what's a runner. Yes, you definitely qualify. Mm-hmm. I have run two marathons, Anchorage and the Adirondack, and a couple of other halves. As I listen to you guys, I remember the challenges of carving out time to run. Um, it is tough, but kids are great. My son and I ran the New York City Tunnel to Towers run last September. He kicked my butt. 23 <laughs> and change for a 5K. <laughs> wow. That's fast. <laughs> that is very fast. Both he and my wife always bust on me for listening to running podcasts. They seem to think I'm listening to softcore heavy breathing. <laughs> That's more Steve Runner again. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to thank you both for giving me and the rest of the potosphere something other than just tunes to listen to. Keep up all the good work. And that is from Tracy, not Kate, as I said. Oh, earlier. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Kate, I highlighted the wrong thingy. And that is from Tracy. So thank you very much, Tracy. Uh, I got another one here from Steve. Um, I heard your comments about Notebook for Mac and had to write. I wrote last month about Ascent, and I'm starting to feel like Nick's West Coast California marathon running tech geek doppelganger. (laughs) Except I'm a tall black guy, and Nick's a short Asian woman. (laughs) But in cyberspace, those distinctions fade away. They do. (laughs) You're pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you're all into Macs and Notebook, that's very cool. Yeah. He also says, I got off the couch in January 2008, ran the San Francisco Marathon in August, and I've run two more since, so it can be done. Yeah, huh? 2008? (laughs) January? (laughs) How many marathons there? Wow, he's run three. Wow, yeah, when did I start running? Was that July 2007? Yeah. I just did my first 10-miler, so (laughs) he's sort of my doppelganger, too. I recall well the sense of accomplishment with each newest long run, and we won't hound you about a full marathon <laughs> until after your half. Actually, Jason from Trilogy's already started. Oh, he's got he's to wait for the, uh, the half to finish, I think. Yeah. And then we can all pester you. Yeah, at least. And then maybe about, you know, knows four or five years down the road, maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> 2008, January. <laughs> Well, no, why? Because he has a notebook to keep it all organized. Yes, he does. Well, maybe now that I have notebook, too, on my Mac, which is a little organization program that we have. 
maybe I'll get organized enough. I uh, got another one here from Sheila from the UK, our good friend Sheila. Uh, says, entering a race in September called the Gorilla Run where everybody dresses as gorillas. And she gives a little link. Answer to question, gorillas run slow. <laughs> and well, yeah, my question was because they had to dress as a gorilla. Yeah. How do you breathe? Yeah, I imagine yeah. you'd probably have to have some sort of straw apparatus <laughs> to get through the mass. <laughs> You're rather covered up, too. Yeah. His full body. And we got another one here from The Bee Home, who writes, I finally broke down and started listening to your podcast a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> ah, since we, we got him. <laughs> and I've since started at episode one. Seriously glad you worked out the issue with the really loud music. Yeah. yeah I don't know what was up with that. I don't know why I did that. I was really disappointed in episode 43, where you were talking about the Chi running book. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't think this was a running podcast. Where was all the non-running related banter? I think you cut out all that, all that part. Yeah, for that episode, I think I actually was a little more responsible. <laughs> I left in all the running stuff. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I cut out all the parts where we're like, oh, is that a bird? Because yeah, yeah, I get bird. easily distracted. Yeah. I think almost every episode at some point you say, uh, we're in the middle of talking, and you say, ooh, this dog. And then we have to go look at the dog. <laughs> There's a lot of dogs around. Yeah. They need to be looked at. Yes. And petted. In fact, in this episode, I didn't get to put it in, but there were two German short-haired pointers that we saw in Cohasset at the road race. Yes. They're, and we had to go look at them. Yes. They're both smaller than Stanley, and a lot more well-behaved. They were... Although I did see one chewing on a stick pretty pretty good. Right. Right, Stanley. Anywho, I've really been enjoying listening to you guys, and I'm saddened that I will soon be caught up and have to sit around twiddling my thumbs and listening to those... This is his words. Jackasses from Trilogy Running. (laughs) I didn't say it. You wrote it. Waiting for you to quit staring at the wall and post a new episode. By the way, I am the bee home on Buckeye, and you won't be ahead for long. Nick. No, because I am. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. He he tried passing me for a bit, and then I got ahead of him. There you go. But he he's like running like fifty k's and stuff. Oh really? Wow. He runs a lot. Um, he also writes, uh, Nick. It kills me that I'm starting my taper now when you still have a few high mileage weeks before your marathon. I will just have to savor my short time ahead of you for now. I used the Big D Marathon last weekend as my last long run before the Oklahoma City Marathon on April 26th and had a nice relaxed run and logged a 359 without too much trouble and have high hopes for OKC. Wow. Can you imagine just a training run that's a marathon that's like under four hours? I know. Just busting one of those out. I think I'll go for a nice relaxed run. (laughs) After you're done with your half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like, you know, like Gordon from Run to Disney uh, has mentioned this before. And I've so, sort of had the same thought, too, that, like, sometimes he gets a little bit frustrated when people who are faster than us, because we run about the same speed. Mm, you and Gordon. Yeah. yeah. When uh, people who are, like, you know, they say, oh, I just went for a nice, I just went for a nice easy run. Ah, just about uh, eight miles at uh, 652 pace. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> It's easy for them. I know, I know. I shouldn't say things like that. Because it's easy for them and we're different. I know. It's hard to... All those numbers, it's hard not to compare sometimes. 
Yeah. But you shouldn't. That's their own thing. I'm happy for them. I'm happy for you when you run under nine minute miles. So see, I'll just rub it in now. No. Faster than you, Gordon, that's it. <laughs> I know you're not rubbing it in. Uh, we've got another one here from Alicia. I just started listening to a podcast. I must tell you that I find Dan very inspiring because I'm a raw beginning runner and it feels like everyone else I know who runs and every other podcast and blog I listen to in or read has people who can knock out five without breaking a sweat. We were just talking about See? That. Good transition. <laughs> However, Dan, I will be very disappointed in you if you don't keep ahead of me, so I must join the Greek chorus of your life <laughs> and tell you, Dan, go run. Thank you very much. <laughs> you have gotten quite a few of those. I get tons of those every day. <laughs> I need that for other things in my life, too. Dan, go work. I know. We've been thinking about that. We need a... <laughs> Yeah. Dan, go clean the house. Yeah. Dan, go cook some food. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, go pick up the poop in the backyard. Difficult to fit all on a t-shirt. Get the right graphic designer. I run on a treadmill, which is not ideal, but since I live in one of the five most dangerous cities of the country, where I brilliantly decided to attend law school, uh, it's better than getting chased by panhandlers, comps, muggers, pimps, junkies, and the other assorted colorful characters who populate our city streets. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't want to run with those no. people. No. I think I know where she's talking about. <laughs> We've been there. Uh, yeah. She's not wrong. We got another one here from our favorite robot, Rentronics. <laughs> you have his special music. Uh, he writes, you two never disappoint. Your last podcast was great. I haven't done a race since February 1st, and I felt a little jealous listening to you two talking about Nick's race. It does appear that the more running experience people have, the shorter and brighter their shorts get. <laughs> this includes tie-dye shorts. There's always one guy or gal rocking the tie-dye shorts. That is true. You tend to see more tights. Well, because it's winter right now, but in the summer. You'll see tie-dye shorts. Remember? Mm. <laughs> so he's tapering for Boston. And as for his wife, she's venturing into the marathon world. She was accepted into the Nike Women's Marathon in October. Yeah, so. I, that sounds like a fun one. I think that's the one where the the regular person beat all the pro people. Oh, right, last year, yeah. right? Is that and the one in San Francisco? Or I something? think so. She wasn't considered the fastest. That's right, until Nike. It was a whole Nike. controversy or something. Yeah, and then Nike went back and they... Decided to give her the award because she really was the fastest person. <laughs> but he's running, running Boston. That's next week. He says he's hoping for cool, dry weather. And I have the weather up. It's April 20th, right? Yeah. It says a few showers. Oh! <laughs> but 53 degrees. That's pretty cool. It's been kind of cold here. And the weather you can't trust. So yeah. it says rain now. Or a few showers. It might be pouring rain and lightning. <laughs> Yeah. Or it could be bright and sunny. You never know. You can never really tell. But for so far, probably some rain. But it may be, you know, that may move to the day before or day after. On either side of it, there's a day of partly cloudy, it says. You never know. There you go. We're giving weather reports for all you mar- Boston Marathon guys. <laughs> and because it's a noon race, it starts at noon. Oh, well, that's right. Because they think they're all special over there. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, it beats 1 o'clock. <laughs> it does beat 1 o'clock. I'd rather run at 12 than a 1 any day. <laughs> 1 o'clock race that they didn't even tell us about. Anyway. 
<laughs> I hope Runtronics does very well. Yeah, and I hope and everyone else run in Boston too. Mm-hmm. And we got another one here from Beatnik Bandit. He writes, Greetings, carbon based quadruped podcasters. It is I, Beatnik Bandit, here to regale you with my adventures. Wow, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> I am on schedule towards completing my goal of completing my 60th marathon this year. 60th. My first marathon this year will be in Waterloo, Ontario on April 26th. The race is in Mennonite country, and there's a covered bridge that you run through, a very pretty course but hilly. Uh, My next race will be the Mississauga Marathon on May 10th, and two weeks later I'll run the ING Marathon in Ottawa on May 24th. Jeez, this will bring my total to 57, and he plans on running the Quebec City Marathon August 30th. Jeez. That is a full schedule. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be doing some running. And he mentions joggling. On one of your recent podcasts, you talked about joggling. In my running club, the Longboat Roadrunners, we have a joggler. If you Google joggler, Michael Capral is on the top of the picks. He's fast, holds the Guinness World Record of 2050-12, the fastest marathon while juggling three objects. Wow. That is amazing. (laughs) He also chewed gum every step of the way, probably to help him concentrate. Yeah, I guess I've heard about that, too. Really? Yeah, if you chew gum, then, like, for some reason it helps you concentrate on some things. Maybe that's why I run better when I have a lozenge in my mouth. Maybe you should chew gum a lot more. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Just every day. All day. In my life. Yeah. He's the editor-in-chief of Canadian Running, Our Runner's World, and he has a blog called The Blogling... (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on a second. The Blogling Joggler... I'm not even going to try saying that. There's no way that's coming out right. Uh, oh, he and Logan Rogan should get together. I know. Go for a joggle. I can't imagine. I'm very klutzy. Remember so, I fell out in the post office. <laughs> well, that was because they were tricking you. They put a thing on the floor. They're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to like cover it up like say, oh, you can walk across it. It's just fine. If it's flimsy and there's a hole in the ground. Ah, whatever. <laughs> And we got another one here from Mimi from Chicagoland. She writes, I just listened to episode 56 of your podcast and enjoyed it very much. Now I feel like yelling, get a job at people at random moments. (laughs) Go for it. It's fun, apparently. And in this recession, you probably hit someone who needs a job, like probably uh, at least three out of ten times. And she's currently on week eight of Couch to 5K. And she says she's um, curious about chi running. So she's going to be listening to the episode where we talk about chi running. I don't know if she doesn't have the book. Maybe she's fast on the emails. Yeah, then she can wait around and see if she can win it. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday, the 15th at 3 o'clock. Yes, Eastern time. Eastern time. So week eight of Couch to 5K, that's pretty good. That's pretty pretty close to the end there. So yeah, you're it's, almost... it's nine weeks, right? Mm-hmm. P.S. Nick makes me want to order a bunch of Hammer Espresso Gels, <laughs> even though I've never had them. Uh, nor have I ever had a lo- run lasting longer than 28 minutes, so I guess I don't actually need gels yet. But you may. Be keep it up. I know. Once you get start Remember getting Remember Steve? Past... January right. 2008? Yeah, let me scroll up here. <laughs> What's he say? <laughs> Working on the, like, the third marathon. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. Make me look bad, Steve. <laughs> but good luck with the couch to 5K, Mimi. And definitely let us know how that ends up and everything And when you run your first 5K race. And we got a voicemail 
from your favorite Disney runner and mine, the Disney runner. (laughs) (laughs) The man who needs no introduction because I didn't really give him a good one. Hi, Nick, Dan, Gordon from Run to Disney. Uh, Sorry I hadn't called in in the last few episodes. Uh, As you may or may not have known, I've been touring Europe and the Far East, uh, making guest appearances on uh, uh, Asian and European podcasts. And I've been uh, quite busy over there and uh, made a lot of money. Uh, apparently the the uh, Far East podcast audience enjoys uh, humor uh, by uh, dumpy bald guys from the South, the American South. And so I'm back in the in the States now, and uh, now I'm starting to make the talk show round, the podcast rounds. Um, I have an agent now, and I also will uh, have a contract writer, so there are certain things I'll need in my dressing room, my virtual dressing room, before I come out and appear on people's shows. But... This one, this one's for free uh, for the Easter holiday. I'm in the car where uh, my rest of my family's at a gas station making a pit stop. We're heading to my parents' house for a unified family Easter luncheon, which means my side of the family and my brothers married into in-laws' side of the family who never interact except during the high holidays, and it's all forced. And so I've got to explain what I do and. And most people ask me, are you still liking your job? Uh, and I'm, I can't tell you how many times I'm tempted to say, no, you know, I think I, I think I hate it and I want to move back uh, eight states away. Uh, I'm going to quit and I'm going to become a monk. I'm going to quit and I'm going to live in the forest and live off grub worms. No. So uh, that's usually the question I get is, are you still liking it? Um, and uh, it's very hard for me not to be facetious. Uh, it is. It takes, uh, I'm sweating bullets to try to not to be facetious. But anyway, uh, my running's been going well. I am running the half marathon in Nashville. I'm also exhausted because we bought a new house, but I am speaking to you right now on my iPhone. Um, so I've got that going for me. Uh, that and uh, something the Dalai Lama said to me a few months ago. Hey, Preston, say hey. Hey. Uh, that's my Preston, the oldest one, uh, who is the uh, the ringleader. So they're all coming back to the bathroom, so I'm going to do what? What would you say? I'm a ringleader. He's a ringleader. Um, I'm not really sure what that means. But. Anyway, guys, uh, enjoy the show. We're back. What do you want to say? Did you want to say something else? Say something. Say something fun. It's it's your mother. It's your grandmother. Say something funny. Uh, I don't know. Mickey. Don't pick backwards. Don't pick backwards? Yeah. Hey, Dan. Preston wants you to spell pig backwards. <laughs> right, buddy? <laughs> and how about how about that guy from Star Wars? What's his name? Count Doo-Doo? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, I'm sorry. You're going to have to put the explicit label on there for Count Doo-Doo and, and Boba Fart. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to go now. It's rapidly deteriorating. All right, bye. Hmm, spell pig backwards, huh? How's that, how's that go? You're G- the editor. <laughs> G-I-P. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I told him he should probably teach him the uh, 58,008 upside-down calculator trick. Hey, what's that spell? <laughs> Get a calculator. Try it yourself. Uh... 58,008. I have to go find a calculator. Right. I can't do that math in my head. So anyway, thank you very much, uh, Gordon. And 
We have a late-breaking email that just came in from Sweet Daddy D, bringer of the books for the Four Feet Running Book Club. That's some good timing he's got. Yes. <laughs> so, long time no here. I just got through listening to your latest podcast and was thinking it's been a while since I've written to you guys. We were just thinking the same thing. We were actually going to say, hey, where were you? I know. And look. He's right here. He says, you're, you're welcome, you're welcome for all the books. I surprised you didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. What did you say? Oh, I just had a few. <laughs> yeah, a few. 38. Congrats to me on the half. Yay. Hey. And Dan, I was glad to hear that you are, you are man enough to wear a man purse. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was your uh, man purse for the... Uh, New Bedford Half Marathon. You're always my man purse. Yes. And that's why you get a man. He says he does the same for his wife. Hmm. <laughs> I feel my balls suck up inside of me just a little each time I do it. <laughs> is that how it feels? A little bit. The reason I haven't written in for a while is that Sweet Daddy has been on the mend for the last month and a half. And of course this has zapped all my powers of running. I am going to have to start over from scratch. Again, square one. I don't like this next sentence. Oh, no. I dropped a 200-pound piece of metal on my left big toe. Oh. 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 <laughs> it goes on, though. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't break the toe or shear it off, but it mashed it real good. <laughs> mashed it real good. <laughs> and I was just about to start running on it again. But the, the idea was cut short when I found out it was infected. So I went to the foot doctor and yanked. Oh. <laughs> I'll finish. You want me to finish? Oh my. I don't know if I can hear it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He to- toenails gone. Oh, so short he now. took it off. I believe it says yanked it off completely. <clears throat> oh, God. It goes on in like detail, too. <laughs> this is like a horror movie. Pull the freaking thing. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so it's yelling like it was giving birth to a 20 pound baby or going poo the next morning after eating Mexican the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I can take those better than the. The toenail, yeah. Yeah, he's keep, he says he's keeping his sense of humor through the whole thing. I'm kind of vomiting a little, but. Yeah. Out of my mouth. And he said the weird thing is that his dog, Casey. His short German short hair pointer actually found the infection, not him. He says, some dogs I've heard are used to, in hospitals, sniff out cancer in patients. He would be good at finding infections. He kept sniffing my toe, my, my shoe one day when I got home from work, and I thought I had stepped on dog <laughs> shit or cat shit. I took my shoe off and looked, nothing on the shoe. Then I looked at my sock, and I had a stain on it. Sure enough... So I gave him a so I gave him a steak bone that night for a reward and called the doctors right away. Ooh, he could have he could have lost his whole toe. Oh my god! Thank goodness for German short hair pointers. Good boy. If I ever break anything and it gets infected, you let me know right away. Right, bub. He also sent pictures of his broken toe. We look quickly. We scroll down and we look like. <laughs> so please, sweet daddy D. Uh, take care of what's left of your foot. I'm glad it's not all broken. <laughs> or sheared off. <laughs> Thanks for the books. <laughs> well, now he, has, now he has nothing to read. Oh, and well, maybe he's got more books. But he so. can he can win them back. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> and wait, she running. That wasn't one of the books. So it's a new, totally new book. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and we got a couple last few things here. A couple of challenges on Buckeye Outdoors. Mm-hmm. We got our challenge. We started a challenge for the month of April. Rock, paper, scissors challenge, which you can find at Buckeye Outdoors. We'll put the link. Put the link on the blog page. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. We got three teams. Rock, paper, scissors. On paper. On paper, too, actually. You just join and whichever team you like. Which is failing right now. Just like... Really <laughs> just like real paper and uh, at the end of April we'll see which one finally beats which other thing mm-hmm. and we are part of another challenge which is set up by Trilogy Running called There Can Be Only One on Buckeye Outdoors mm-hmm. and it's between all the various running podcasts you just join whichever group is your favorite whichever yeah. podcasts you like best it's okay if you don't want to yeah, you can join us, or if you like another one, eh, you, can, you can spread the love. Yeah, because you know we don't want anybody to feel bad. So we want to keep everybody in it as long as possible. Yes, we want to thwart the challenge yeah. by keeping as many people in it for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And if that's not possible, kick out trilogy as soon as possible. Yeah, either <laughs> are. <laughs> but right now, it's between us and running from the Reaper. Yeah, we've been neck and neck all week. And because uh, Nigel, if you've been listening to Running from the Reaper, Nigel's been making a big play to uh, get people on his side. He's been doing very well with it, too. He's all... been kissing everybody's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Kelowna Girl is way up there, too. She's in fourth place right now. And uh, she's been singing people's names. We won't do that because, you know what? It wouldn't be a favor to you. <laughs> no. He'd be like, please stop. Uh, but we do have a whole slew of challengers here. You want to read them off here? Yeah, because, you know, we want to thank everybody who joined our team this month. But we have on our team, we got Beatnik Bandit. Uh-oh. He's got a lot of marathons coming up. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> Saying. Uh, we got me, Black Fonzie, Old Safer, Crooket, D period. That's D from uh, the um, Three Apples Tall podcast. There you go. Another great podcast you might also mm-hmm. consider putting your miles to. Another girl out there yes. podcasting. It's very nice. We got Dan Pat B, Dave Runner. Uh, with Dan Pat B, um, he's got like some miles behind him now. Yeah, he's, yeah he's the one who, who likes to put knives in his garment. Right. We, know all the, we know all the gossip about it. Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we'll do it. <laughs> if you have gossip about yourself, we'll tell it. <laughs> Read it aloud. <laughs> Share it with everybody. We got Dina Ray. DKS Martin, Dunlapa. Yep. Elisa. That's Elisa. Oh, she also has no toenails. Fast Granny. I like that name. <laughs> Funderson, the most Funderson name around. <laughs> we got Future Logo, uh, with whom we Twitter a lot about uh, Japanese green tea ice cream. Mm, also a fan. Yes. We got Hawkins 3, Hella Sound. He's got a blog too, check him out. Okay, Izzer Bluer. Uh, Jenna, Minnesota. Jenna, MN. That's running from Jen. Yep. Also another girl podcaster. Yep. Good. Very cool. John Vaughn, also known as John from the Poi. Mm-hmm. Who's our two-time guest so far. Yeah. Quickly becoming the Alec Baldwin of the show. <laughs> Kelly Ring. Lawyer Lance. Uh, Levia. Lisa Jennifer. Uh, Mark JM. And Baby. It's, it's running, baby. It's running, baby. Bebe. 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 Well, she's Canadian, so... <laughs> she's you have to say it with a little French. 
Uh, we got Nick76, that's you. We got Randy DeMars, Rick445, Run Lucy Run, Running to Sonoma. Uh, I met that person from Sonoma. We're running to it. We got Scooter1805. Scooter's pretty. Wow. Yeah. He's got some miles. And he walks a lot. When do you sleep, Scooter? We got uh, Serious Chick, Slow Mo Runner, Philly, S. Philly. Uh, we got Stanley, Myrna, Nick, who are the dogs, right? From yeah, Nigel's been, been giving us some uh, flack about that, yeah. but um, it was officially approved that that was okay. Yes. And there are there were other dogs on the challenge. Yes. I'm just saying before they came aboard. Right, buddy. We got the Be Home. Mm-hmm. We got Tim Hibbard. Well, we also see on Twitter a lot. Yep. We got Varco D. Uh, we got Vicozer. Mm-hmm. Twitter also, buddy. Yes, also big Twitter buddy. We got Whip Smart 21 and Y Addict. That was <laughs> Proving that he's on the podcast. So thank you very much, everybody on the Four Feet Running team. You can join us if you like. Uh, we'll put the link on the blog page. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. It's number fourfeetrunning.blogspot.com. Also, there's one last thing. Uh, if you want to go to gowagon.com, which is a new website that started up for tracking your logs and stuff. Yeah, it's connected to Buckeye. Yeah. So if you already have a Buckeye account. You already have a GoWagon account. Yep, you just have to sign in with the same name. And it's sort of like a social networking kind of. Yeah. Kind of like um, Daily Mile. All right. I think that now is it, right? I think that's it. All right. This is going to be a long one again. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us and send us an email, fourfeetrunning at gmail.com, number fourfeetrunning at gmail.com. Go to the blog page. I just said the address. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> uh, if you want to give us a phone call, you can call 206-350-1677. That is 350-1677. You can look us up on Facebook. Check out the Facebook group. That's where all the book club stuff will be and other fun things. Follow us on Twitter. Details on the blog page. And that is about it. Yay! We got through it. <laughs> uh, see you later. Bye.